Alright everybody, welcome back to Last Week Geek. I hope y'all had a wonderful week, or two weeks I guess. We're back today. I am Lunaromi. Hello everyone, how are you guys doing? And I'm here today, as always, with our wonderful co-host, Sound. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm here. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. I, I, I mean, we do it every two weeks, so technically, it's two weeks, right? It's been an amount of time that has passed. Time <laughs> and its illusion, and it's around things. So what happens will happen, and it will always happen. So, <laughs> but I hope you've had a good time space thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not not too bad. Got a lot of Christmas stuff knocked out between shopping and decorating the apartment. You know, making it festive. We're trying to live in the moment. We've got a Christmas tree up. We got all the presents underneath the tree. We are ready. We're going to do some Christmas cooking, baking, cookie, cooking, cookie, cookie, baking. Cookie. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, but yeah, hello, everyone. I'm Lunaromi. Um, you can find me on a Twitch, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. And I'm Sounds Not Straight. And you can find me on those same things as well. And we do we do this podcast together. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's kind of great. Um, it's called Last Week Geek. And we hang out. We laugh about. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well today. Today it is. I can't believe we're on episode eleven now. It feels so weird. I mean, I know you know eleven comes after ten, but it right. feels good. It's 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 nice. Like we've beaten those ten initial episodes. You know what I mean. It does, and it, we're getting into a steady rhythm, and that means, like, you guys as viewers who like the content, as we get into the groove, you'll get into the groove, and it's going to be, you know, just more of it, and we enjoy it just as much as you enjoy hearing it. Mm-hmm, exactly. Today, we are talking about a ton of things. We're talking about ESO stuff, as always. It's our main game. We got to talk about it. It's our last week geek podcast, unless we talk about ESO. Um, we got Crunchyroll, we got cyberpunk stuff, which I know a ton of people are um, really, really um, curious. Opinionated. Opinionated <laughs> about. We're going to talk about the Nest Fam, because Nest Fam is best fam. I don't care what anybody else says. And we're going to really talk is. about Game Awards and some other bits and bobs that we will probably get distracted with. <laughs> That's true. It's not anything related to Looney if we don't get lost in the middle of it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. But yeah, let's start up. Let's talk right about um, ESO, New Life Festival. It's really long this year, isn't it? It really is, but I'm not complaining because there's a lot of stuff that you can get. This is the last time to get this year's Indrix. This is the last round of Indrix. They're not releasing the 2019, re-releasing the 2019s, sadly, but you can get all of the 2020 Indrix. And being how hard this year was, a lot of people might have missed out on a couple tickets here and there. So take advantage of that. Catch up on those Indrix that you really, really want to polish off your Indrix collection and get some really cool frosty weapons because that's about it in terms of buying for tickets, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm kind of gutted. <laughs> I've always been like, I'm not going to grind for all the Indrix. Like, they're cute and all, but, like, I'm going to pick a few that I like and that's it, right? But I've seen yep. these screenshots of people with, like, all the full Indrix collection on Twitter. And I'm like, man, why didn't I just good. grind? It looks so good. It, it looks so satisfying. Good together. It does. But at the same time, it's just like, 
I knew my personal limits. And <laughs> while I missed out on some cool ones, I missed out on the ghost one, which I'm kind of sad about. The ghost but... one was the one that I grinded out hard to also get on EU. It was the one Indrik that I got both on NA and EU. Yeah, I, mi I missed out on the ghost one because that was when I was like Omega busy. But I, I got the ones I want. Like I from the year before, I have the snow white, I have the gold, I have the black, and I have the... Um, the yeah. base, just so I can more of it. And they're very know. important. Did you not get the transindric? I did get the transindric. That's okay. from this year. Oh, so right, I got yeah. him. So the them, whatever, you know, they're trans. <laughs> so, and they say trans rights. I got that in the baby. And I did that like on day one for the New Life Festival, actually, because yeah. I was that short of just one berry. Oh so. my goodness. <laughs> but New Life Festival is great. I've got some people who are just getting into the game now. And somebody said something very true in chat today. If you're just starting out ESO, New Life is kind of a great event to start out an ESO in. Because mm -hmm. it gives it you really that is. chance to get um, all the things that were available throughout the year and stuff. It's a great opportunity to catch up on those. It's really, it's double XP. So yeah, whether too. you're... The double XP, especially if you're getting into the CP grind, if you want to get that 160 bump, or if you're trying to get to 500 to get into veteran content, or if you just want to top it off and get to like the eight, whatever it is, you know, this is a good time to finish off your XP grind, polish off some alts and stuff like that. Really good. And the holiday quests, while they are repetitive because they're the same ones from last year, except for the new... Yeah, there's the nine quests. same quests that take you to the same locations every single day. You do get them in a different like sequence every day, mm -hmm. but they're still the same ones. Um, apart from the one new one, which was actually really touching and a really yes. nice nod towards everything that's happened in 2020 and while still staying lore friendly, which I find incredible. I really appreciate that as well, too. Um, my my biggest appreciation though is like if you like doing these quests and if you do them fairly either steadily or across multiple alts on days you can do more than just the eight it's mm. good money you get patterns out of this yeah. and people are gonna go for those deep rits still the the frosty the deep frost ones and the new imperial ones because those are all gonna get you good rewards mm -hmm. and they're pretty the the ratio of getting them the drop rate is kind of low so it's worth the grind so mm -hmm. and there's a new pet this year as well the snowball oh my god buddy. so cute i was so yes. stupid today i was so stupid did you get it <laughs> i got it with tickets oh and it's I, it i um we did like i think three snowball pet giveaways today during stream because oh it's kind of common. So, yeah, people sent me some that they had spare. I got, like, one or two myself. And, yeah, and I regretted buying it. But, hey, you know what? More giveaways, right? Yeah, exactly. It looks heckin' cute. And it flats. And it's adorable. It and I love it. It's really cute. And it's really cool. Like, if you have a few more leftover, keep them. Or put them in your guilt bank or something for people who, you know... Are missing out on the event or um if there's new people that join in um in 2021 and they're like oh my god that's snowball pet and you can just be like well here you go um it's always nice to keep some extras i always like keeping some extras for um new players and stuff that 
Uh, that's like half of my guild bank storage is mostly just that. Just be like, oh, you're new. new here's all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Please take this stuff. I can't even sell it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, another thing that is going on right now, actually, throughout the New Life event also is gifting event tickets. So I think they do this every year, at least once. Um, and it's a kind of event where you ha where you gift five event tickets and um, which comes up to 1,250 crowns. In total, you give five event tickets and in like a month or so, or by the end of that month, you will receive four crown crates. So you're saving, it's essentially like, kind of like buying yourself crown crates, except like the four pack crown crates, except that you save yourself 250 crowns and you're maybe yep. helping some of your friends with some tickets, you know, maybe you have a friend that's missing like one ticket to get the thing that they've really been wanting. There you go. Um, I yep. think it's a great deal, especially if you were planning on getting crown crates anyways. Like this, you get them and you can also help out a friendo. Be like, Merry Christmas. I don't know what to get you. So here you here's go. The ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty you can much. Do, and it's kind of like how it was in the years before where you can do five individual tickets for people or you can do one person, five tickets. It's mm -hmm. however you want to split it. It yeah. counts. Um, it's just the five total. Uh, very important to note, though, is that they do have to be the five have to be on one server. So if you play on the EU, you can't be gifting two on EU and three on NA. That won't count. If you want to get the um, crates on both EU and NA, you'll have to gift five tickets on EU and five tickets on NA to get them on both servers. Yep. Um, but it means you so get yeah. crates. And like like we said, it's that 250 savings. So if you know you're a crate junkie and you kind of want to like double up on your gift giving. There you go. <laughs> it's a really good deal, I think. I like it. Um, I like... And let's jump into, like, how MMOs in general have been, like... For me, 2020 has been the way to keep me in the mood and mindful of, like, holidays in general. Like... With the events, you mean, or...? Yeah, like, having an event in a digital sense. Like, it, when you go out during this current time because of everything there's not very much much festive vibes no. like coming off of people or just coming off of in general like the commercialism is still there but mm -hmm. like the the mood isn't but like when i come home and i can log into game i could be like yes this is a festival event and i'm gonna fight fiercely for it and other games are doing it it's not just eso like winter's day is happening in Guild Wars 2 for those Guild Wars 2 players and they do and it every Winter's year. And Winter's Day is amazing. I love Winter's really Day is. last year and Guild Wars 2 was so cool. It's really pay I love like the the toy maker lore and everything and going to Lion's Arch mm -hmm. and all the fun with that and the soundtracks alone are really oh good. God, yes. So And then um Destiny's doing theirs which is called The Dawning. And they have cute little skins that you can get, like, a elf hat for your ghost. I've it's heard adorable. that Destiny's one is very grindy, though. As anything in Destiny, and I, I was yes. This is true. Like, as anything in Destiny, yes. This is another grindy event. <laughs> to be but expected. <laughs> they're coming out with a new legendary weapon. They're coming out with new cosmetics. Like, they're, okay, not only is there a ghost with a elf hat, there's a ghost with Christmas lights, which That's looks cute. like 
even if you don't play Destiny, it looks cute. And then there's a ghost that's a melting Christmas candle. And then there's going to be two new ships. So they look amazing. Oh, I'm just looking at all the little... They're cute. The and ghosts are adorable. The ghosts <laughs> look super cute, yeah. Um, Another um game that... I don't know if you can really call this an event. I guess it's an event. Um is also Overwatch. Overwatch after cute little Christmas skins. Oh and... my god, did you see the my, the May one? Oh my god, freaking penguin! Oh, I need to play what? Overwatch. <laughs> I don't even play, like, Overwatch, I don't even play it, but I'm like, those skins, though... You know I'll what? <laughs> Overwatch is my rage game. Like, when I'm really angry at something, when something has really angered me, I go on Overwatch and I go pew-pew on things. And I feel better. <laughs> Let's see, Roadhog is a creepy, frosty snowman. That one's good. Oh, God. Let me see. Super good. Oh, you're already a step ahead of me. This is great. That one's always a step oh. ahead of me. I love it. <laughs> Let's see. Reinhardt's a nutcracker. That's amazing. Oh, the snowman's Whoa. adorable. I love it. But nothing's cuter than, like, May as a freaking penguin. I mean, like, come on. I love it. Right. The May Penguin is definitely the winner for this year, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to try. I need to get that. I need to update my Overwatch game. Um... I don't even play May, but I will I will play some May <laughs> if I did that again. Oh, I will, my goodness. I will make people rage quick and, like, put walls in front of them. The <laughs> other <laughs> um, game that's also doing a festival thing is Final Fantasy. They're doing the, what's it called? The heaven, no, the starlight heaven stern. Heaven's thrum. Strum, yeah. stern thingy. Um, thrum. <laughs> it's heaven's a Japanese-themed New Year celebration, a seasonal event that they're doing right now. It's going to be um, going until January 14th. And um, wait, that's not the one right now. That's the one coming up, right? Yeah, it's starting on December 31st. But they've got another one that's already started right now where you can get like little snowmen as mounts. Um, oh my god which is super cute and also cute. they have you know if you want to go into that um final fantasy online they have a cute little um store that you can get where you can get like um a super cute little outfits <laughs> they're only like two dollars okay they're not bad and final fantasy is the kind of game where you really only have one character because one character does it all right because you can True. do one character every class. So it's worth it. If you've got, if you settle, if you play Final Fantasy, you've settled on your character. $2 for an outfit. I mean, like, come on. Right? That's not a lot. Um, and it's a cute outfit. And you get like these, um, there's an outfit where you get these little um, tights. <laughs> oh, it And they have snowflakes on them. And they're just so cute. And they have boots with snowflakes on them, and they're adorable. Oh, that's and amazing. I may or may have not bought them. Um, you know. Oh that's... well. <laughs> well, there you are then. There's that. But yeah, there and and another game that has amazing holiday events in general. Honestly, I think for me that's been the most that stood out the most for me this year with getting together with friends and really feeling like I'm celebrating the holiday. Um, has been Animal Crossing. Yep. I it's would say so, so too. good. It's so good. Getting together with some of your closest friends and ow, an ant just bit me. 
um, getting together with your closest friends and getting them on your island, decorating your island for the holidays and everything. It's just so, so wholesome. And the abominations that you can make. I mean, the snow boys. I made a perfect snow snowman on my first try, and I'm very Me proud too. of it. Me too. High, High five. five. Anxiety told me, it's like, if I don't make this perfect, he's going to be sad and I will feel bad. Therefore, <laughs> it has to be perfect the first time. It's so and then, cute. Like, I love it. <laughs> my roommate showed me her abominations and like one's got like a giant body and like big head and itty body. And then it's just like, it's just a row of these abominations. And I'm like, why? Why do you make them suffer? <laughs> I was so proud because I saw, I think it was actually um, Cesare's post on Twitter about a rude snowman. And I was like, oh no, oh no, I'm going to be so bad. And I squealed. I literally, I kid you not, I squealed. Fonzie looked at me like I just hurt myself, like something was wrong with me. Um, and I made a perfect snowman and I'm very proud of my perfect snowman. I did like three resets to make my snowman because like one time I kicked the snowball the other oh time it God, landed in the even. water. Like, and I don't have a lot of wide open spaces on my island so Neither finding snowballs is hard. So like, the best way to do it at least for me was I would just go into a door and hop out the door and mm -hmm. then it would reset the positions of the snowballs yeah, kind of same. thing. So um, I did like several times. I have this area on my island where the snowballs always appear just there. Um, it's like the campsite area where I have the campsite. Immediately above it, I have a little orchard, and immediately below the camps the campsite, I have a little lake. <laughs> so it really doesn't leave me a lot of space to roll the stupid snowball. And I kept nice. on rolling it into the water, bumping it into the hecking tree, of or course. onto the beach, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> or I'll like like brush a tree and then poof, it falls yeah, apart. I hate and that. Just like, and I was like, no, my heart. And I'm just work. like, okay. Okay, I give up. This is fine. This is fine. Animal Classic, the casual, easy game. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait till you try to make a snowboy neckbeard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But those are the, I think, the best events right now. Some of the best events right now to get into if you play any of those games. Especially sure. because they have like the option to play with friends. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what the holidays is about, is like feeling close. But you can do it safely and still have that holly jolly vibe. Spending without... time with friends and family. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Graham Graham, get your switch on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I wonder what my mom would say if I was like, here mom, play Animal Crossing. She'd be like, what are these animals? What does this <laughs> game teach you? What's the purpose? <laughs> I mean, I can see my grandma probably doing it because she like plays like Peggle on her phone and like I actually got her using Discord for a while and she's like this this pandemic's really got her to try to adapt with technology because of its interconnective options. So that's been kind of nice. That's really cool. And I've heard that from a lot of um, older people. And that's really, really cool how um, they've learned how to use Discord to stay like in touch with their families and stuff. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, you know, there's always a silver lining to everything, I feel. And that's kind of the silver lining here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. What else is there? Oh, did we talk about the skin that you can get, actually, in ESO? 
Is there another skin? Not a new one. There... There's the ice skin oh. that you can get for doing the new life charity. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So you get ice skin. It looks okay. It looks just like the one that you get out of Sun Spire, except it doesn't have the eyes are blue and the hands are white instead of gold and lava like. So it's not just like it, but it's similar. Like the, the, the texture of the face and what it does to the body, like the cutting ice look, mm-hmm. which isn't necessarily bad. It it's looks like, really kind cool. of like the mount that's in the crown store right now, but like on a person. Yeah. yeah. It, it completely covers and completely changes the character. It makes the eyes like that weird, like Game of Thrones ice walker blue. So it's creepy and it's cool. <laughs> Creepy and cool, right up on Sounds Alley. <laughs> yeah, time to dress somebody in it, I guess. I haven't finished. <laughs> I've been like making all my characters dressed up holiday holiday themed, so I still have a few to finish. I finally made my first armor, like my first outfit thing for the holiday. Instead of just coloring my my pretty dress <laughs> to holiday oh, colors. Nice. I, I I do a mix. It depends on if it's a character I, I play often or not often. If it's a character I play often, I'll actually go in and like make a custom outfit mm-hmm. through like the editor. But if it's just a character I log in and do writs occasionally with, I just do a costume piece that I dye because then I can just take the costume off and not invest that much time into it. Yeah, that makes sense. I know I did this on my main though. Oh, wow. Listen, the okay. Christmas queen herself. The, 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 the sound. The dress is really cute, okay? I've been wearing okay. it since it came out, and I haven't. I, the only month I took it off for was for Halloween when Fonzie made me take it off because he bought me the <laughs> Vampire Gregalia thingy. Um, <laughs> which is a pretty outfit, too, don't get me wrong. It's just not the festive tea thingy outfit, which is just yeah. the best thing. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I like pretty dresses in games. That's actually hilarious. I don't own a... No. I own two dresses in real life. That's it. <laughs> I'm not a dress person in real life. But in games, I'm like, ooh, yay. Ooh, Pretty. dresses. I know. I'm kind of the same way. I'm just like, ah, this character looks like they would do really well in a dress. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Wear them cargo shorts. I gotta go to Walmart. Let me slap on some flip-flops. Where's my wolf teeth? I need it howling at that moon. I need people to know. <laughs> I'm a fashion impresario. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, those are all the game events that are happening right now. There's a ton of achievements that you can get in ESO if you're doing it for the first time. Um, if you are, okay, with all these game events, very important to note. Do not burn yourself out. Have fun with them. As long Play as they feel fun. But yep. once you're like, oh, okay, just two more to go, and then I can, okay. It's not, if you start feeling like that, stop. Stop. Because the result in pushing yourself and doing something that you really don't want to do in a game will be you not playing that game anymore afterwards for some time. Yep. And nobody wants that, okay? I want you to play the game so I can have fun in game with you. So I can't... I can't afford you to get burnt out, okay? All right? <laughs> and that's kind of why, like, I appreciate the new way that ESO has been doing it, where it's like, you, you you just only have to do one. If you're, if your FOMO is tickets, 
then you only have to do one. Mm -hmm. And that's how these events kind of get you. They wrap your head around it and they they have the FOMO built into these events. Mm -hmm. Look at all these sparkly things only here just this time. No more Indrix after this kind of thing. That's that's the FOMO. And every event does this. So it's like the 2020 mm -hmm. backpack and Guild Wars 2 it's pretty or the May skin only available right now. You know, like these are these are the grind to get you to play the game. But don't feel like you have to make it a job. Mm -hmm. when you right come right. home from a job for example yep very important i just always like saying that because i feel like around this time of the year a lot of people get burned out of games because of the events um and i think it's just very important that people don't push themselves to that point it doesn't help like especially with eso like we just finished the undaunted event so for a lot this year is just exceptionally wonky with how they timed things we just finished the Undaunted event. Like, literally just finished the Undaunted event. And now we're jumping straight into the new But it's new always, life like, this towards the end of the year. From Halloween until the end of the year, like, until January, mm. it's always like this. Like, boom, at least in boom, ESO. Boom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wish they we had better spacing. I do appreciate it. what they've done with the new life um, last year and this year. Where they've made some of the things easier, like the one, yes. the quest in Betnik, where you have to like oh my get God. wolf meat the honey. and the honey, and oh my yeah. goodness! I'm so that glad they fixed that. That took so long, not because it was hard to like get those things, but because there were so few, and everybody was you know killing the wolves and killing the bees, the wasps, so you couldn't get um the things that you need for the event. It was terrible. I know, so I'm really glad that they fixed that. But let's move on to the next game, to Cyberpunk, because I know that's what everybody wants to talk about, right? They're, it's hot. It's yeah. here. And it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. um, I haven't played a lot of it personally. I played the intro of it. And I have to say, I don't so much understand the comparison between Fallout and like Fallout 76 and Cyberpunk. I completely feel like it reminds me of a GTA 5 setting in a kind of dystopian world, um, you know, in a cyberpunky um, world. Um, it has that kind of grungy feel to it, I guess, that GTA 5 had. And I can see it getting interesting, um, but right now it just didn't it's not calling out to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know when you start a new game and it calls out to you, it's like, so, come play with me. Yeah. You want to wake and up? Don't sleep. Come play with me. It's not doing that for me. My issue with it is it had a lot of pre-order hype. It had a lot of crunch and it's not meeting that expectation. And I feel really bad for the employees and how the vendors are reacting to it and all that hard work is getting put down the drain for I think example this is what happened with the mm -hmm. like crunch and stuff i think they um needed to delay it again i think they should have delayed it probably until about april instead of just delaying it another month and another month and another month they should have just delayed it until april really worked hard on the rest of the game to really bring it out on a proper state. But I feel what may have happened is that the big boss may have maybe said, no, you know what, that's it. I don't care in what state the game is. 
if it's playable, we're releasing it. That's what yeah. I kind of feel like happened. I, f I feel that that's what happened, too. That's why I personally have not bought it. I will buy it when DLC is released, because I feel like that means there's going to be a little bit more. Because right now, the biggest complaint from people who like the game say it feels short. And from people who don't like the game, it feels like there's too many known shippables, which is layman's terms for too many bugs to play it, you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I don't know, whichever. It's both. It's opinionated, ultimately, at the end of the day. Um, I've only just seen things secondhand through people that I like to watch on stream mm -hmm. or have talked with my roommate who has been playing the game nonstop since <laughs> it's come out. Like, game with Funzie. I mean, we bought it last weekend. Um, and he's been just, that's it. Yeah, that's it. she has not stopped. Like, she stops for, like, chores, essentials, and, like, she has a yeah. Shadowrun tabletop game, which is basically cyberpunk, but cooler. <laughs> Funzie's been sitting here staying up until, like, 7 in the morning playing cyberpunk. And then I wake up at, like, 10, and I'm like, okay, let's wake up. And he's like, what? <laughs> Nice. Oh my goodness! But and I get um, it. it. It's very immersive because CD Product Chick Red knows how to make an immersive environment. It's gorgeous. It's gonna be beautiful. But damn it, do it be buggy. <laughs> I look forward to getting into it, but I feel like I want to wait until January or maybe in February till they work out some of the bigger bugs and um, maybe add some more things to the game. I don't know. I I just want to wait a little bit. I think, and I don't think cyberpunk is going anywhere anytime soon so no. i feel like if you even if you get it in a month or two as a streamer and you want to still stream it in a month or two i still think you will be perfectly fine there won't be this initial crazy hype which is right now which is actually probably if you're a smaller streamer more Bad. positive for you Bad. yeah well, no, no, like big, you don't want to be drowned out in a big directory. Yeah, that's what you I mean. Be... So it's actually good oh, okay. if you end up waiting a little yeah. bit longer and so that you don't get drowned out in a big directory, right? We're on the same page? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah now we're on the same page. Okay, wording, verbiage, got it. Yeah, so. Bad, good, what? Good, bad, bad, good, ugly. I mean, what? <laughs> what kind of cowboy donkey show are we doing now? Anyways, but so TLDR. If you're a small streamer, you want to be in a smaller directory that has a high amount of interest in it. There might not be a lot of streamers in it because you want to be closer to the top of the directory than you are to the bottom. Mm -hmm. So that's why waiting for Cyberpunk will be better because people who are going to the Cyberpunk directory to watch it are hungry for Cyberpunk content. And if there's no one streaming it except for little old you, well, guess who they get? Little old you. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Um, mainly, people will probably go more to the top of directory. Um, a lot of people, especially if it's like a really large directory like Cyberpunk is right now, people are not going to want to scroll for like an hour to find somebody. They're going to scroll maybe for a couple of minutes and then they're going to click on that. If you're not in those first, let's say, 10, 15 rows, then yep. your discoverability is extremely low. Um, now, there's a caveat, however with tags some people mm -hmm. like myself i only consume media uh posted by people who are either i've been told they're an ally or use the lgbt tag themselves or they use like some sort of 
signifying tag. I've talked with other people. They only watch charity streams because they don't want to watch people do plugs kind of thing, you know. So that's up to them. Tags are very thing. important to use as a streamer. And um, I'm starting to actually learn the usefulness of them, uh, mm -hmm. I, I feel. But also... I feel like there's not enough tags on Twitch. Like I they need more like, tags. Like there they should really be do. a wholesome tag. I feel mm -hmm. you know, and that's just not there. There should be. I feel like um, the the flavor tag could be easily added. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are pushing for a trans tag, and I agree. The mm -hmm. amount of harassment you would get would be the same if you put the LGBT tag on there, anyways. So mm -hmm. that point is null and valid. Um, I feel like we should have different type of disability tags as well too for people who are comfortable with talking about their disabilities kind of thing because we have a mental health tag which is kind of like a catch-all mm -hmm. and it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um that's twitch stuff <laughs> we should just and do twitch like been... a full twitch podcast at some point like, where we only talk say, about because... twitch things Twitch is a dumpster fire right now. They keep putting their foot in their mouth and yeah. whoa, could we make a big old podcast about it? Oh yeah. Um let's backtrack for a moment back to Cyberpunk. Um another thing that they've been doing, there's a lot of confusion with um them taking the game off of PS4. Um mm -hmm. so they're taking the game off of PS4. Essentially, the reason they're doing this this is because Sony, once you've downloaded the game, once you've played the game, Sony doesn't allow for refunds anymore. So while the game is technically playable, it has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of bugs and crashes and whatnot on PS4. So CDPR are actually um, making, listing their game basically as unplayable, as faulty mm -hmm. for PS4. So that mm -hmm. they are able to give um, their players the money back. Um, yep. And as such, it is being taken off the PS4 store as well. Because it's apparently faulty on PS4. That's what they have to label it so that people can actually get their money back. Which is insane and if you think about it. It is. But I, I guarantee you it'll be posted back up there, I don't know, like three, two months. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be back up there. It's just, for now, it looks dramatic. It's shocking to a lot of people, especially especially from a studio that brought out such good games that got big hype. But mm -hmm. people forget Witcher 1, 2, and 3, when they first came out, they were ugly monsters that had giant bugs, too. This is not a triple-A studio. This is a double-A studio with triple-A polish. And they put a lot of crunch into it and then we had a pandemic hit us in the middle of their wrap-up of it so we're seeing a lot of known shippables and that's the big reason why i'm not buying it and i didn't pre-order it and i'm waiting because i don't want to deal with the frustration mm -hmm. and as a content creator I feel like unless I really invested myself into a cyberpunk brand, I feel like it wouldn't be good to share with my community because I would be able to fake it till I make it like I can with other things. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I don't I don't know. I don't know if I'll play it on stream. I feel like I want to at the same time right now. I don't know how much I'll actually vibe with the game. Like I said, it's not really my world. 
I can see mm-hmm. myself vibing with it. Like if the quest line is really good, there's some things that have me curious about it. I think once there's like some bugs and stuff have been fixed, what I will probably do is play it off stream a little bit, try and get into it. And if I do get into it, then take it on stream. Yeah. I think. That's kind of what I am with like most story driven games. Yeah. Because most of the time, if I'm doing a story game, I want to enjoy the story and entertainment to myself comes first instead of entertainment to my chat which is why i kind of steer away from story narrative based games and more like objective fun bath about kind of things Mm -hmm. for myself yeah same um there's something else i just saw that i thought would be cool to talk about but you know what i forgot it's like one of those flash thoughts and it just went poof (laughs) What about cyberpunk? I don't know. I can't even oh, tell no. you about what it was. Oh, <laughs> those are the worst. Even. Here's how you fix it. You get up, grab your butt, because basically what happens is usually most of the time when you're getting up to get something you, and then you come back to your seat, you forgot it anyways. So yeah. if you just grab your butt, you're you're just cutting the head off the tail and then you're already standing up so you don't have to sit back down. <laughs> I love your logic. <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a joke. Pro. I think it's a Bill Cosby joke. I can't remember. It's either an Eddie Murphy or a Bill Cosby. And then my my papa would always say it to me as a kid. So <laughs> can love it though. Um, but no, I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Like I'm like staying around my screen trying to figure out what it was. I have. Do you want to talk about Crunchyroll? No idea. Crunchyroll. Yeah, it's about Crunchyroll. Um, they're Wednesday. merging with Funimation. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. So it's it's kind of like an umbrella. So Sony is the umbrella. Yeah, well, Sony's daddy. And daddy Sony said, we want this. And we are going to adopt you, Crunchyroll, into Warner. So it's like AT&T and Warner Media, which um, agreed to sell Crunchyroll to Sony. And Sony's like, excellent. Hey, Crunchyroll, check out your new adopted stepsister brother, uh, Funimation and Funimation standing there like with its mouth half agape and drool coming out because it's a terrible service but it gets like all the really good anime but it's like it their servers their servers are made out of hamster wheels with like a half alive hamster trying to struggle to get it to turn meanwhile Crunchyroll I've never had any issues with streaming any of their services except for like if it was like a day one anime and everyone's rushing to watch it. <laughs> Crunchyroll, I've never had any issues with, honestly. Yeah. Uh, where, meanwhile, Funimation, despite the anime I want to watch on it, is hot trash. <laughs> but the f- Honestly, the problems that I've personally had with Funimation in the past have always been payment problems. Region and payment problems. Those are the problems uh, that I have had in the past with Funimation. So I'm kind of worried about this merger. What it's going to mean for people, you know, who are maybe not in the States. I don't think it's going to, they're going to change too much with that because um, Sony likes money too much. If anything, this is probably going to make, Sony's going to put, what they're going to do, they're going to put, um, they're going to put uh, Crunchyroll and Funimation in the room. And they're going to say, okay, you do this good, but you do this good. You guys talk 
get your shit together and make us big money. <laughs> and then Funimation's going to be like, but they're our rival. And we are sworn to the death. This is not anime, Funimation. <laughs> Do your homework and make me money. But dad... You need to make comic strips, okay? <laughs> Screw the podcast. Get making comic strips. That's what we want for but you. Dad. <laughs> so that's basically what's going to happen. We're just going to see more of everything. Anaplex will probably maybe like be able to spew some more over to the Crunchyroll side instead of Exclusives the Funimation side. Exclusives might be a thing. I like that. It- Crunchyroll already has exclusives, so mm-hmm. we're just going to see more exclusives crop up just to encourage subscribers to one or or, or both platforms. Because Sony, Sony again likes re- likes money, mm-hmm. um, so like they've been they've been in this since 1995. They know how the otaku's work. They know how to make the money. They know what to do. Oh. So and and they loved Sword Art, and they were just like yes. Sword Art made us big money. Now you will make us even bigger money now, Crunchyroll. So. The good thing is I, that there might be finally just like one streaming service. I I so, don't think I that's going like, to happen. I mean like that they're going to merge Crunchyroll and Funimation together and instead of having to pay for Funimation and Crunchyroll you'll just have to pay for one. I don't think that's going to happen. Not I think they, they like them separate. Any of them, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna keep them separate. I think they're gonna polish and put exclusives on both of them to make you buy both of the services because oh, get more money out of your pocket. And I think um, we're gonna see better deals going to Crunchyroll. And I'm gonna think. And I'm going to hope Funimation is gonna get their head out of the butt that they put themselves into, and maybe buy some new, better servers that aren't hot trash. So. I'm only hoping for the best, uh, but also the worst at the same time, as you can tell. I don't want more exclusives. <laughs> it's going to happen. I mean, okay, name an exclusive that has been on either of those platforms that you've actually said, wow, I'm glad I watched that because Dr. Stone, come on. That was the worst anime I've ever wasted three episodes on in my entire life. I don't care. Don't at me. Don't DM me. I'm closing. I'm locking my account on Twitter right now. Dr. Stone was the worst anime, period. <laughs> How many? There's an anime. I don't even know what it's called, but there's an anime that like literally just focuses on the girl's boobs constantly. It's got like, it's like every There's a lot of anime. Like, no, but it, no, but like, no, wait, wait, <laughs> dang it. Um, which no. one, Luda Puppet Pal Club? Please. No, but there's like. Okay. Do you know Aki Dearest on YouTube? She talked about this one a while back. But there's okay. like this specific anime that is literally like it's a, a student and her teacher. And for some reason, she's like um in school. On a Saturday, and it's just her and her teacher. Like those are the only two people who are in the school, and it they're it's constantly like you never see their heads, you only just see like the chest basically mainly. Wow. And they're each like they're shorts, so like each of them are only like five minutes long or something like that. Ridiculous, and all you just see is like her doing that super, you know, squeaky. Uh, don't look at me, 
professor kind of weird cringe voice and it's it's terrible it's terrible uh, and i don't remember where i was going with this but it's terrible was it an exclusive on funimation i think it was an exclusive i don't know i don't even know <laughs> i don't even know i just know that it's a thing and you know there's if you think you found a very bad anime there's probably worse yeah i don't i like watching weird stuff like uh i love so so like last year there was one that i got really big into called um uh, I, i'm not even gonna it's called the skull-faced bookseller hondo-san Honda-san. Oh Basically, he is a bookseller, and all him and all of the book employees have, like, weird heads. Like, he's a skeleton. There's, like, somebody with a bunny mask and stuff like that, or just, like, paper bag. But they all work in a manga store, and they say, sell manga. And it's kind of like a commentary on, like, consumers of manga. Like, they have, like, it, it goes into a deep dive of people mostly women who are into boy love manga and stuff like that then they're like this is creepy and you're creepy lady and you're <laughs> flaunting off how creepy you are and i'm just like you go honda san so okay this picture you sent me like the the cover picture looks like it's creeping me out but there's, there's a really guy with cute. a skull there's a guy with like this you know the, the generic creepy easter bunny kind of thing that you see oh, that's yeah? what this guy looks like He's the like, store stockroom keeper. <laughs> Get away from me. Oh my goodness. It's a really good anime. I really recommend it uh, if you haven't seen it. Um, that was probably my favorite from watching last year. So, but and it's super digestible. It's only 12 episodes. It's got decent, like if you like reading it too, it's got four volumes. So it's fun stuff. <laughs> This is creepy. I can't stop staring at it. <laughs> you can't stop staring at creepy bunny chan. <laughs> it's it really looks like that generic like Easter bunny like that people dress up as like the really creepy oh, yeah. generic is that's exactly what it looks like. Thanks Sorry. Silent Hill for ruining bunnies for everybody. I've never watched Silent Hill. It's that's a game. A, I don't. Oh, I don't think they do the bunny thing in the movie. Is it also a movie or a series or something? Technically, yeah, technically, yes. It, it had a really terrible movie that... Um, did Yule Bull make it? Okay, so there's this guy who made, like, Silent Hill movie director. Oh, Christopher Gans. Anyways, so not Yule Bull. So Yule Bull, who didn't do the Silent Hill movie, he's actually been known to purposely just make really terrible video game movies to bomb them. Just because he's a very spiteful, weird man. <laughs> like, he did that with the House of the Dead game, which is just a shooter game that you would play, like, when you went to go to the bowling alley with Dad and put in a couple... It was a quarter sucker. So, and that was, like, a really terrible movie. It's like, why did you... Why is this a movie? It would be like making a movie for Skechers. Magical <laughs> Skechers. I bet you that's going to happen now. I'm going to open my mouth. And it just happens. And I'll just be like, why? What? <laughs> oh my goodness. I love I love how much of a tangent our Crunchyroll conversation went into. That's anime for you, though. <laughs> I agree. That's really anime. 
I, I, the only anime I'm watching right now is Naruto, and maybe I'm gonna pick Fairy Tail back up. Are you gonna watch Eternal when it comes out? Yes. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> no, Eternal is my favorite. Like the old, I'm, I'm actually mad that it's just a movie and not a full like season, because Eternal mm. was my favorite arc. Like the Pegasus with the dream mirrors and the characters and um, the, the senshi becoming stronger and getting those, like, their little thingy, I don't even know what it's called, turning into hearts instead. The full thing, loved it, loved it. It was my favorite arc. My, it was the arc that my dad recorded for me while I was in the hospital, and I'm very sad that it's only going to be a movie, but 100% I'm watching that. I feel 100%. like part of me is like, so I Talking kind of Sailor like, Moon, by the way, just in case. Yeah, Sailor Moon. I, I kind of like watching anime. I kind of like when they do movies, though, because they usually put more time and budget into the animation. So those it's usually more polished. While it is a shorter consumption of something, uh, it will look better and will have the care I mean, that you will probably want. That's true. However... The f- little bit that we've already seen from the Eternal movie, like the transformations or so on, for example, to animations have been really bad. Like the attention to detail is barely there. Hmm. And it's sad. So I'm not, I'm going to watch it because old time's sake, I'm curious how they're going to make it. But I'm not like, oh my God, gotta watch that. It's like animation's so great. It's just like... I'm not I'm not there for the animation. I'm there for the nostalgia. You know. Hasn't the studio been having like a really hard time with the Sailor Moon franchise as a whole? Um so personally, I haven't bought into the Sailor Moon Crystal thing like crazy because I just it feels I mean, the other thing was the, the original one was definitely like aimed at kids, obviously. But the main, the audience right now that loves Sailor Moon, the main audience right now, we're adults now. Like, we're in our mid-20s to mid-30s right now, mm-hmm. pretty much. You know, those who enjoyed Sailor Moon, those who are going to follow it still. They're around my age. And um, as such, I feel like they didn't cater Sailor Moon Crystal to the right audience because some of it feels extremely kidified. Um I don't know if that makes sense. I just, I didn't like it that much. And I know it's supposed to go more after the manga. And that's one of the reasons why I tried getting into it. Um, but it just feels like they tried, they, they went for the wrong audience. They tried going for the kid audience again. And that's not their audience right now, I feel. Like, I've never, I mentioned Sailor Moon to, to a kid nowadays. And they're like, huh? What? You know? No, I like watching One Piece. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about Sailor Moon Crystal. I prefer to just rewatch the original. Personally. Yeah. And for me, I only have ever watched the original in the movies and with the uh the English voice acting. So like whatever like I watch with like different voice actors, I'm like, this is super alien, but I can dig it. Oh my god, the original English. They they redid the the dub on the original English one actually a few years really? back. Yeah, it's so much better now. 
I remember a few years, like, before they redid it, I tried watching it in English. <laughs> and I was that you talked like this? Oh my god, my mom! Like, that's, it was terrible to me. I love her dopey voice. It, it was terrible to me. I was like... Are I you, love her. Are you voice. trying to make her sound like a teenager, a little girl, or like an old woman? It sounded like all of that mixed into one, and I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to shit on anybody who watched it originally in English, but like to me, to somebody who originally watched it like in German and then in Spanish and then went to that English dub, I was like, what? What? <laughs> What's happening right now? I'm sure. She like you watch the German one, I'd be like, uh, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but it just sounded very, very bizarre to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not against it. Like everyone's gonna get introduced and hang out and like absorb it in their own way, mm -hmm. and that and that's what makes it nostalgic because yeah, that, that, that was your experience mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. But hey, I've got an idea sound. What? Let's get back on topic. What oh, do you think? okay. Sure. <laughs> so then, <laughs> where are we? Uh, let me. <laughs> so we talked about ESO. We talked about Crunchyroll, kind of. We talked about okay. Cyberpunk. Um, Game Awards? Anybody? Game Awards? Game Awards rings a bell. Game Awards. <laughs> None I, of the winners surprised me. <laughs> I streamed it, and like all I heard was Last of Us Two. Yep. <laughs> uh, I get it. Last of Us Two was good, y'all. <laughs> I get it. But we missed out. You guys missed out on such like, like. I don't know, like... There was... Oh, 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 I remember one thing specifically because I was joking about um, with one of my friends that, oh my god, Elden, look, he got nominated. There was a game called Elden Ring, and it's apparently the <laughs> most anticipated game of this year, and I have not even heard about it until the Game Awards Why mentioned it. <laughs> okay. Yes, Elden Ring 2, and it won... I think it won most... <sighs> let me, let me, let me, Okay. <laughs> Here, most anticipated game, Elden Ring from software ba Bandai Namco winner. You mean it wasn't it, God it, of War? <laughs> the nominees were um, Elden Ring, Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War sequel, Resident Evil Village, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. And from all of those, Elden Ring won even heard of Elden Ring one but all the other no, ones I, I had heard of yeah Halo heard of it Horizon hell yeah heard of it I like Remember I would play it if I could that sounds really rigged because those are really big powerhouses to like yeah. say who's Elden Ring what mm -hmm. what's this huh and, and and they even said it I remember we're like oh um this has been super hyped on Twitter I'm like dudes I live on Twitter <laughs> yeah I live on Twitter too what what Twitter holes are you posting on? Like a bunch of bots? I haven't heard of this game once. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I still haven't even heard of it. Like, and the Game Awards have already been there, done that, and gone. Oh. Apparently, you know, they came, we, they we, came so fast. We're, we're anticipating this game 
This is the most anticipated game of the year, you guys. Go pre-order. Mm -hmm. I've already pre-ordered. I don't know about you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> totally joking. I don't even... I pre-ordered it five times already. Gee. Get, get, get in line. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, there were some there were some pretty good winners. Like, um, No Man's Sky won ongoing game. They've had a big comeback, so like, that's fair. You know, Hades yeah. won indie game, which, fair. Um, it's good. It's polished and it's fun. Yeah. Um, mobile game Among Us. Community support Fall Guys. You know, some of the winners are really good, but 90% of them was just Last of Us Part 2. Last I feel of like Us Part 2. My issue with like a lot of these games that are hyped up at the end of the year, they're, they're uh, what we call... Um, academy bait so i guess game award bait mm -hmm. it's like all the games at the beginning of the year kind of just gotten forgotten and thrown out the window and kind yeah. of thing i don't know there's like so many different games that they could have picked i feel like there were some really good nominees some really really good strong nominees but then it's just wait <laughs> last of us choose one of the nominees well of course it's gonna go to last of us two in that case you know mm. the one um so I'm going to go off this of what Funzie said. Um, Laura Bailey won um, the best performance in, in game for her part as Abby in The Last of Us 2. Hmm. And Funzie said that Laura Bailey is apparently really good. And that's like the one thing where he's like, okay, sure. But like the rest of the things, it's like, uh, okay. Whatever you say, Game Awards. <laughs> Like, they didn't even acknowledge Alex at all. Mm -mm. I'm just like, why? Why? This game is beautiful. We've been we've been shitting and making memes on Steam and Valve for years. And they finally give us a game. It's a virtual reality game. A VR set thing. But still, they give us a game and we don't even acknowledge it. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's beautiful. It, it actually did. Maybe no, no. They did acknowledge it actually. Oh, oh. It did okay. win VR and AR game. Um, Half Life oh, Alex. Yeah. Real hard categories to win in. <laughs> the other nominees were Dreams, Marvels, Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead: Saints and Sinners. Real, real hard, real hard games to to compete against. <laughs> real hard ones. Okay. Ugh. It was a nom it was nominated for action game, but Hades won. It was also nominated Fair. for game direction, Fair. but hey, guess what? Last of Us Two won. Of course, um, I just, I'm disappointed because like it was everything anybody other than it being VR. If they ever make it mouse and keyboard and controller friendly, I guarantee you it would have it would have done so much better to the audience because that's what the audience was. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they said let's just make it uh, a VR game. It's I'm big sad about it because it's like I want that story. I want to know what happens next. What about the rest of it? You know. I feel like the problem with VR is that it's still really expensive to get, so not it's a lot of people can expensive. buy into it. Like I've it's been interested in VR expensive. for years, but I've not even ever been able to test it out because I just don't have that kind of money. Unless yeah. you get like a big sponsorship for them to give you like a headset and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Buying the cheaper entry stuff is not going to be a fun end user experience. It's not going to be as polished 
or responsive or as fun until the technology trickles down and gets a little cheaper. Mm -hmm. So like you have to get like the bigger, the more high end headsets and with like the controllers as well too, to even have a remotely fun experience that's responsive to what you're doing to make it translate in the game. Mm -hmm. And that's the unfortunate part about it. Very, very true. <sighs> but um, apart from rigged game awards let's just face it i'm sorry um if it's like that with all of them (laughs) yeah it's like that with all of them exactly with all the awards not just game awards music golden joystick music mtv mas you name it every award has been to some extent rigged um but we did get some really 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 cool announcements on the game awards like dragon age 4 very excited um it okay oh let me scratch that tepidly excited (laughs) um because i'm just worried about this being the game that makes daddy ea acts bioware like they've done in the past with so many other studios that they've done however we'll see am i gonna pre-order it no (laughs) no pre-orders ever (laughs) but you know what i am gonna do I'm going to play it. I'll buy it like the next weekend. So it's not considered pre-order money. Um, <laughs> shut up. Don't judge me. I've I'm been not, waiting. I'm not judging. I'm, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm completely non-judging ever. Always. But uh, so. So that's what it's going to be. Um, it's it's going to be either a really, really great game. Or it's going to be the bomb that makes it that they get the axe. So I hope we'll they see. don't get the axe. The other thing is Mass Effect 5. Oh my god, Funzie like lost it. Also tepid on that one, but uh I know a lot of Mass Effect people are really excited. So I'm gonna be excited with them. Heck, just because of Funzie's reaction, I'm kind of excited. Like I've never played any of the Mass Effect games, but Funzie's reaction got me excited. <laughs> He lost it. He was like ready to t- take off into space because he was just that excited for it. When I saw the, I'm the same way, kind of the same way with the uh, with the Dragon Age one. It made me go, do I really want to reinstall everything? And oh, Fonzie did instantly replay it, and I'm like, probably. <laughs> probably i'm probably gonna Funzie but that means i'm gonna have started to go his through. replay already reinstalled it while the show was still going on and Ugh. is going between cyberpunk and mass effect right now more cyberpunk just, currently but there's always this one level in every single player game like this that you just go do i really want to go through that again yeah. and in dragon age awakenings that level is the mage's tower and the deep roads and there's literally mods that allow you to skip it because that's how grindy told me of this before yeah i know and i'm just like do i really want to go through that again part of me is like do i even want to do it on stream or do i just want to do it for myself and i'm like i think the only way i could do it is if i streamed it and made it complete memes because then, uh, the, because then you would also feel a little bit committed, no, to like finishing it on stream. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. then it'll be like, "This is our warden. This is our hawk." I could play Dragon Age two all day long, actually, because I I know a lot of people 
like it's a very heresy to say this but i'm just like i like dragon age 2 it's one of my favorites because it's quick i can beat it i can 100 percent dragon age 2 in like a four-day weekend because that used to be like my my comfort game when i was like super depressed and stuff like that i would just like let's make a new hawk <laughs> you know and just go through it mm-hmm. um but, yeah no i think it's exciting i think i might even i don't know i don't know i don't know it's it's We'll I see. think I think Dragon Age would be your vibe. Dragon Age more than Mass Effect, I think. If yeah. I'm gonna play and one of the two, I think there's a bigger chance for me playing Dragon Age. Especially since we're going to Tevinter, which I think would be up your alley because you like the the Wayrest noble life and everything like that. That's basically I feel like <laughs> I know your type. <laughs> anyway, Tevinter's just like that politically. Well, no i don't anyways you you would definitely like the altair frenchiness of dragon age inquisition and definitely when we get into deventer you'll like that as well too there's a lot of political intrigue in both of those you'll feel judged <laughs> um the other game that was um announced is arc 2 how do you feel about arc Never even played the first one. I've never played the first one. You know what? I feel so bad. Somebody in my community gifted to me like one and a half years ago, and I still haven't played it. Um, but it looks really cool. Arc two from the little bit that we saw it looks really cool. Um, Vin Diesel's gonna be in it. What? All right, I'll play it if it's got the baby with biceps. <laughs> and they're also making an animated um series of it. Which is interesting. Um, and I'm excited to see where that's going. And then my favorite announcement of all. Can you guess? Can you guess what my favorite announcement is of it? Of the things oh, on the Game Awards? Daddy Dagon's going to be there and he's hot. I mean. Don't judge me. <laughs> I've never played Oblivion, the original game. Um, you don't need to. You don't need to. I mean, ever. you can. All I you know should. is potato people. And. Yep. Yep. <laughs> said that if Skyrim finally comes up with their Skyblivion thing, I'll do it. But I feel like at this point we're going to see ESO's Oblivion before we see Skyblivion, so we'll see. Um, I'm very excited for Gates of Oblivion. Very excited. It's going to be the next big chapter in ESO. And this time around, we should be seeing a new class again. And I'm very excited to see what they're going to come up with, what Whoa. class we're going to see. We're seeing a class or not, not a weapon line? Um... We should be seeing a class this time around because the way it goes is skill line, class, skill line, class. So this year we got the antiquarian skill line. Oh. So next year should be a class because the year before we got the necromancer. And then and the warden. The year before the necromancer we had the psychic skill line and before that we had the warden. So this oh. 2021 is going to be another class year. What class would it even be? How, I don't what, know. The only thing I really like, like, okay, a class would be cool, but I would really love a one-handed dual wield ma magic combination, like wands yeah. and books and stuff but like that. I feel like if they're going to do that, they're going to make have to make a new weapon skill line and like yep. introduce a whole new weapon and everything. And I don't see that happening. I feel that would be easier than a class, though, in terms of balancing and adding it. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm very excited. I know a lot of people are hoping for um, 
some kind of hand combat kind of thing. Um, others are um, hoping for bards. <laughs> um, yeah, bards would be cool. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of people who want a lot of different things. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I think I'm more excited about the world where it's going to be. Me I think too. it's going to be around the bottom of Cyrodiil. So like next to kind of elsewhere. I think we're still going. A lot of people think we're not going to Colovia anymore because of the trailer. But I think we are still going to Colovia, which is going on the edge between Merkmire and Colovia. That's where I think I that we're going. Um, so it's going to be around the Blackwood region, I think. I agree. I really think it's going to be the Blackwood area. And that's a really cool area anyways. Um, and they could always add more of Colovia if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. Because the, they, they always do the end of the year story yep. DLC like they did with The Reach. So. And another thing is that Bravia. Bravia? Is it called Bravia? No. Braville. Bravia. Braville. <laughs> It's already in game, so you can't access it right now. But it's there on the map on the very bottom of Cyrodiil. You can go basically to the edge of it. You can't yep. go to it because there's a river separating it. And guess what's in the river? Slaughterfish. Yep. So you can't actually go to it, but it's there on the map. It would be way too easy for them to add that. They've been like throwing it in our face, going, "Hey, here's nostalgia." I mean. This place. <laughs> and they've been kind of trying to tickle the nostalgia bone, if yeah, you haven't they noticed. Have. They have. With like Skyrim. Um, yeah, they had Norwind. And they've been, and it's successful, and it's honestly really helped ESO uh, yeah. connect with non MMO players. And mm -hmm. it's also because ultimately, at the end of the day, ESO is an MMO first. And a test game second. Mm -hmm. So by trying to appease the nostalgia of test players and still make it a fun theme park MMO, they're able to dip in and get uh, an audience with both of those kind of players. And as the game progresses and releases more content, there's still a ton of what, like, you know, derpy casual single player stuff. So that those people who are like, I just want to play a test game can actually have a test game feel without having to feel like they have to go do trials and stuff like that. Like they would like if they were playing a hardcore MMO experience. Talking about doing trials and stuff sound. What are you playing right now? Huh? Oh, I'm playing <laughs> video games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really excited for um, Gates of Living. I think it's going to be great. And like you said, I think the... Um, going back to older games like Skyrim, like Morrowind, now Oblivion, is really going to draw in the people who enjoyed those games into the MMO setting. Because I feel like a lot of people have played, like, for example, Skyrim. I don't know how many times I've played Skyrim um, in Test 5 and been like, you know what, I would love to play this, like, with Fonzie. And I was yep. so excited when they brought out um, Western Skyrim and ESO because of that. It's obviously not exactly like Skyrim the game but it's still got those elements it's still you know you walk around some of the areas and you're like oh you feel that nostalgia the nostalgia is definitely there and I can't wait to um read and hear about uh people's reactions who have played Oblivion that's what I really liked when um 
when Western Skyrim came out, I was just like, Code, tell me all this stuff, because I you actually played the game and I didn't. Wait, wait, <laughs> like, hold, oh, stop. Yeah. You've never played Skyrim? I've played 10 hours of Skyrim. I've done the Dark Brotherhood quest, and I've dabbled and got lost and killed by snow wraiths. That's my, my Skyrim experience. I've been punted by a giant because I was trying to steal some cheese, and <laughs> I did the Dark Brotherhood quest. That's about it. We need you to get some Skyrim. We need to do that Skyrim. Skyrim's a really good game. I get lost in it. Every time I play it, I binge it for a while. Skyrim's Oblivion was my games. Oblivion's my binge. <laughs> like, Fair. It's it's the same thing, but it's just a little older. And it's just because of the, the potato faces and the Argonians have beautiful colors in that game. I can't Whereas, like, with the, the potato faces. Are... I just, I don't, oh my goodness. Just download a mod. Just mod them up. Get the sexy face mod or whatever. I don't know. sexy Boob face mod. Boob mod EXE <laughs> crashed. Is it actually called sexy face mod? Ponzi's nodding. It's actually called sexy face mod. <laughs> oh my god. That's like the most on the nose mod name ever. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, wait, there's Schlongs of Skyrim. I forgot about that one. That's it. Schlongs of Skyrim. No, what? Get out. <laughs> no, Akintosh, take you. <laughs> That's a thing. That's a thing that many people, many, many of my viewers in chat make me aware of every time I play Skyrim. They're like, hey, Luna, have you ever tried to schlong of Skyrim mod? And I'm like, no. <laughs> every I time. Like I feel like this needs to be like, if you like do like a Skyrim playthrough, just make some channel points and be like, if you spend this many channel points, I'll download whatever mod you tell me to that's not, you oh know, god. against terms of service. Oh god. <laughs> Oh, God. Imagine what your channel would do to you. I feel like that would go south real fast. <laughs> Has oh, to be not in terms of service, but yeah, easy. It doesn't easy have content. to. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, those are it for the game awards. Um, lots of Last of Us Two. We got Gates of Oblivion. Actually, last thing about that: January twenty first will be the global online reveal. Super excited! Be there oh, or be square. There's probably going to be drops and something cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, small ESO plug real quick. Um, if you are very confused by when drops are on, there is technically a calendar on the Elder Scrolls Online website. However, you can also pretty much see that any beginning of any event that they've got listed, so for example, the New Life event, any like the first three days or so, there will always be drops. That's always how it's been. When there's a special release... There's usually drops. Stream team members usually get drops first, and then on the weekend, the rest of the directory get drops. So you can kind of tell when drops are going to be on. You don't need to 100% rely on that calendar because I know it gets updated a little bit late sometimes. So just keep a note of that. And so for that announcement, there's probably going to be drops for that. Um, especially in the Bethesda stream. <laughs> like, for sure. Yeah. That'll probably be like a guaranteed drop. Mm -hmm. And Possibly even an exclusive item. There Sometimes is going to be an item. There is going to be a frog pet, actually, if I remember right. Oh, what? <laughs> you guys don't be knowing how much I love frogs. <laughs> Sounds like we can stop. Oh, stop the show. What's happening? What frog? Where? Let me quickly see if I can find frog? it. Do we know what the frog shaped like? Is it frog shaped? Is it perhaps frog shaped? Wait. 
Oh, uh, it's it's a it's it has like an Argonian type of head and it has wings. Oh, is it like those those the ones that are already in the game? It's called. Um, I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? The dragon uh, frog, the very distant uh, dragon frog pet. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. Now I feel bad. Sound was like, oh my god, a frog. Now she's like, oh, oh, okay. That's He's sad. okay. <laughs> I'll accept him, I guess. <laughs> he looks like, okay. Someone said, hey, what's a frog look like? I don't know, but check out this cool picture of a bearded dragon and then make its legs stubby like a frog. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Let's slap some yeah. wings on it because it's a fantasy game. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much how it looks like. <laughs> Zoth, please just give us the cute frogs that are already in the game. There's critters in the game, right? That are frogs. They're already in the game. And they're cute. And they actually look like frogs. Listen. Just give me those. Just listen. give me those. I give want my squirrel. Give us the squirrel and the frogs. Give us, like, just the ambient creatures. You don't... Also... Don't... Sorry. Continue. No, go for it. I was like... <laughs> You don't even have to touch up the models. I don't care. They're cute as they are. That's Just true. flip them. I'll buy them for fifteen hundred <laughs> crowns. I'll, I, I, I don't even care. Just just give me the frog. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know what I came up with today on stream? They should make an emote on ESL where you have you're hugging like a cat in your arms, and <gasps> you pet the cat. Yes. Right. I, that would be the best. Right. Totally. Totally. I think that needs to happen. Like, stat. I don't know why they haven't done it already, but, like, that needs to be a thing. I would 100% rob a bank for that. Especially, like, okay, <laughs> like, I have the odd eye uh, fluffy cat. Imagine, oh. like, being a tiny Bosmer picking up that giant fluffy cat and, like, petting it. It's so cute. Ugh. I love my odd-eyed cat. It's it was the best, and it's got double ears and everything like that. It's cute. It's so fluffy. I don't think I got the odd-eyed cat. I might have. I'm not sure. I have too many pets. They put problem. it in the Halloween crates. I have a problem. Point. I have too many pets and too many mounts, and I want same. One. Same. Either way, if they release a new class, they're gonna have to release like more character slots because like right now I have it set up where I have three of every class. That means if they release a new class, I'm going to have to delete. How many character slots space. do you have right now? I have 18. Characters. I have 18 character slots right now. Do you now. play them all? No, they're rip mules. So I then delete five. one of your rip mules and make them the no. new class. Okay. They're rip mules. They make me money, Luna. I like making money in this game. This is why I don't have any money, because I don't have 18 <laughs> rip mules. <laughs> Just be like, you, I no longer play you in content. I'm sucking out all of your points and putting them into crafting. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, oh, my God. I, you're incredible. I can't. I can't do Ritz the way you do. I did them today on six characters. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Wow, that's actually impressive. <laughs> Yay, sounds proud of me, you guys. I made it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Inklings would be like, you need to do it on 16 at the least. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I did it on more than four. That's a good day. Right? <laughs> no, heck, more than four. I did it on more than one. That's a great day. <laughs> 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 Bedinklings hates me. 
<laughs> Speaking of like friends <laughs> like that, you know what we did that we did really good, like, you know, two weekends ago? Oh yeah. What's that sound? I don't I don't think I've heard of that yet. Enlighten we me. We did the, we did the Nest Fam's first charity ever. It was so good, y'all. It was amazing. We did so good. We raised over a thousand dollars the first time charity. There were many, many people for who it was the very first charity ever. And I think everybody did so well. I'm so proud of everyone in the nest for participating and doing everything they did. To the exact number to the dime is one thousand three hundred seventeen and three cents. <laughs> Yay! Over a hundred in in less than 120 hours with 11 members raising that much money for the Trevor project and with especially with some of those being much smaller streamers and mm -hmm. first time charity first a lot of them charity, also yeah. a lot of them even just new affiliates at that too raising that much money is incredible i think one of the people who uh, um helped raise money the nest uh, had only reached like affiliate last month if it was yes. even an, I don't even know if it's been an entire month since they've reached affiliate, but like that's incredible. You've just reached affiliate. You're already doing a charity. Like, props to you, seriously, incredible. Strong boy is strong boy is going hitting the paint hard, and they are yeah. amazing yeah. with that. And I'm just so impressed with everybody who participated. And you know, like a lot of the people in the nest were neurodiverse. We have different mental health statuses and different physical statuses mm -hmm. that make a diversity of us so a lot of people actually went out of their way to stream outside of their normal schedule mm -hmm. just to do this event which is impressive in that self i'm, so I'm very proud event. very very I'm proud, proud. <laughs> we're happy <laughs> you can't tell <laughs> no i um we've been planning this event for about what was it one ish month give or take and... I think we like muttered about it in October and then like we started hitting hard in November with it. Yeah. Um and it just it came together and it came together really well and everyone pulled together. Everybody was helping everyone. If somebody needed something, someone else was just like, Yeah, sure, here you go, let me help you. You know? Um, it was a great community event and it was a very successful charity. Um, for the Trevor Project, I don't know if you actually mentioned if we actually mentioned that, but we did the charity oh yeah, for it was the for Trevor the Trevor Project. project. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the charity was for the Trevor Project. It went great. We raised over a thousand dollars, and um, I can't wait until our next charity. That the next one that we as the Nest will do will be April. The exact dates aren't planned yet, but April is. Announced. Yeah, April is Autism Awareness Month. We're still going through different charities that we want to work with in terms of like what represents best and what's going to be the best to support for our community as well as just overall. Mm -hmm. But we know that's what we're going to be doing in April. So we'll we'll talk more about that when once we get some more details hammered out at, with the community members because we definitely like the feedback. Yep. Sorry, I was just putting the nest thing in chat. Because for anybody that doesn't know, for anybody who's listening to this podcast a little bit later, we do this podcast every two weeks live on my Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash Lunaromi, um, where you can put in your two cents live. And if you have questions, you can come here and ask us on stream. We'll be like, no, that's bad. No, we never do that. But <laughs> Yes, that's good. 
You're welcome to come stop by and ask questions. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I'm so bad at losing my train of thoughts today. <laughs> and don't worry for those who are listening to those in podcast land, all of our links will be put into the description on wherever you listen to podcasts because we use anchor.fm, which is a great way. If you ever want to get into podcasting, here's their plug. Boom. You post it on Anchor. You can edit on Anchor. You can even save sound libraries on Anchor. So if you have an intro, outro, boom, everything's done on there. You can make it sound really good on Anchor too. Post it, and then they post it everywhere else for you for free. Mm-hmm. So that includes Spotify. So if you're a Spotify nerd like me, you know we're on there too. That's great. right now. Right now we are on Spotify, Apple, Breaker, Google. Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and we have an RSS feed. See? I didn't <laughs> even know that. I didn't I had no idea. But that's where we're on. So do the listening thing if you and, want to. <laughs> and we're gonna be on Twitch uh YouTube here shortly. We're yeah. working on it. We're working on that. It's it's a work in progress, but we're gonna be in YouTube that is too. Convenient. <laughs> But I think this is a great time to. Are you going to be streaming? You know it. All right. So I think we're going to be ending it here. We're going to raid over to sound. So stay tuned for that. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today and for listening in. I do hope that you enjoyed the podcast today. I am Lunaromi signing off, and you can find me on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find me, Sounds Not Straight. That's S T R the let number eight on Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, Graham. <laughs> and this is us setting off. So thank you everybody so much for listening in and remember to stay last week geek. Bye everyone. Bye.